Hey, it's Daishihan Miller, and we are here with uh, this episode, 117 of Kuden. So thanks for joining us. During this episode, what we're going to take a look at is uh, a big problem that we most people don't even realize they have, right? You know, we all, we most of us, right, we went through 12 years of high school, or 12 years of high school, 12 years of school, right? Uh, some of us went to college or tech school or whatever, right? And so it's not that we didn't learn anything, right? But what I found uh, as in my years of teaching martial arts and, and just on this journey myself, I found that while we learned a lot and we were taught what we needed to learn, a big problem for a lot of us is we never learned how to learn, right? And that can cause a big problem with getting in our own way, right? Um, it's one thing, you know, to, to go to school, be told you have to go to school, you have to learn these subjects, right? All those kind of things. You have a little wiggle room with what you can choose and whatnot. But if you're going for a degree program or you got to graduate from high school, you need these classes and whatnot, right? And here we are trying to learn something that's absolutely voluntary, right? We decided we wanted to learn this thing. We chose a program and here we are. Whether we go to a live uh, dojo, right, or a, a dojo near us, or we're doing online training, or we're trying to do self-study or whatever, here we are trying to not get our own way. We're going to talk about the root causes of those things, and I'm going to share with you a tool that I give to my students to help them overcome that that actually is hundreds and hundreds of years old. That comes from our Miko training, and uh, so that's our focus, right? So uh, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, so we'll talk about that as soon as I get back. So the big question is this. How are self-defense and success-minded people like us, concerned citizens worried about protecting ourselves, our loved ones, and the things we care about from the monsters we know exist in the world? How do we train in a way that gives us the skills, knowledge, and understanding we need without becoming paranoid fighters or killers ourselves, and yet still allows us to be the hero protector the world needs us to be? That's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jeffrey Miller, and welcome to Kuden Radio, real training for real people in a real world. And we're back. All right. So it looks like folks are signing in. All that kind of cool stuff, right? So uh, during this episode, we're going to be taking a look at the three keys to success in Nijutsu. But you know what? They're actually the three keys uh, for success in life when we're trying to learn anything. And it's one of those things that uh, you know, when I enroll somebody into uh, my academy or uh, even my online, uh, my long, my long distance students, right? At some point, we have to have this discussion about making sure that we're not getting in our own way, right? That there are these three things that we need to have, right? These three keys to be successful. And if we don't have them, if we don't have one or more of these things, quite likely, right? We're going to quit. We're going to fail in some way, right? Uh, and it doesn't matter if we do it or, you know, something else gets in the way or whatever, right? So we're going to take, take a look at, at how these things can happen, what can get in the way. And, uh, again, this isn't this isn't Daishan Miller's uh, ideas, right? I mean, I synthesized all this kind of stuff, right? But science is proving this to be true, right? And so, um, you know, there's a lot of folks, and again, you know, we have people jumping on, jumping off, or whatever, right? Uh, if this is if this is your first time and you're jumping on because you want to learn some cool moves, 
this is not the right format, right? This is the stuff behind all of that, or in all honesty, anything that we do, right? This is all that stuff behind it, all the philosophy, all the stuff on the whole other set of scrolls, right? That, you know, most people, they, they don't want to dive into, right? What they want to do is they want to learn the cool moves, okay? Well, that's all great, but out of context, or if I don't have a reason to use those cool moves, right? What good is the rest of this training, right? What other area of my life can I use it if somebody's not trying to stab me, shoot me, punch me in the face, or whatever, right? But by and large, that's where most people put their put their their effort and, and all that kind of stuff, right? So, uh, so we're going to cover that, right? These three keys of success in need to and life, whatever, right? But also after last episode, right? Um, my friend Lee sent me uh, a message. Uh, that had to do with note taking and he wanted some ideas for that and, and those kind of things. So, so it's more effective. And so that's actually going to fit in to one of these things we're going to talk about. So Lee, I'll get to that as well. Um, just so you know, that that's there. And of course, we've got James in the background uh, watching for comments and questions and those kind of things to pop up. But the whole point of Kuden is to help you be more successful, right? So if you are a martial arts uh, student, student of Nijutsu, Bujinkan Nijutsu, Budo Taijutsu, whatever you want to call it, right? Or just, it could be some other martial art, right? I don't care what it is, but you're a student and you're you're maybe struggling, right, to get back into training. You're struggling with time management for making uh, kind of things. You've got a whole bunch of other challenges that just seem to always get in the way, right? Uh, or, you know, you're, you're, I don't know, you feel like you're lacking motivation or whatever it is, right? Um, I feel you, right? We're here, right? Um, so hopefully this will help. Uh, but when I say hopefully, it's really ultimately going to be up to you implementing the lessons as it, as it always is, right? What we're really looking at is timeless stuff, right? What I'm going to be giving you tonight comes from our Mikyo training, right? So we're talking about stuff that's 1,600 years old. And the stuff that goes beyond that goes well beyond 3,000 years uh, old and, and beyond, right, behind that. Uh, and it's been put to use again and again and again and again, right? So this isn't a matter of whether or not it works. It's a matter of whether or not you or I can make it work so that we can be successful, right? We can get the stuff that we're really looking to get. So that's that, right? So, um what I'm going to do before we jump into the solution, right? Because uh, again, what I'm going to be giving, if you, if you stick around long enough, right? What I'm going to be giving you is a tool that we give students, like first off, if you come into the academy, it's something you get first off. If you join the online program, um, you know, and you get involved in our in our uh, online distance training kind of stuff, um, where it's the the platinum program where you, you're working one on one with me, right? And we've got group weekly group calls and all that. Again, you're getting this thing up front, right? And so uh, it, it's it's that important, right? But what we really have to look at is what's going on in the background, right? Where things can go amiss, right? And so if we have a problem, right? If you or I have a problem, being successful, right? Getting the training in, getting the or getting training, right? Getting with a teacher, practicing, whatever it is, right? Lack of motivation, whatever, right? It really comes down to just a problem in one of three areas, and it's just it's just the way it is, right? 
again, if you've been around for a while, this this three and one kind of thing keeps popping up, right? I don't know. It's just maybe there's something to this stuff. Anyway, right? If the stuff just keeps connecting together and it doesn't seem like it's just askew and I'm just throwing a bunch of shit at you, then I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it is connected, right? Um, so anyway. It really does come down to just three areas, right? Now, we're going to talk about these three areas. And like I said, stick around, stick with us, and I will give you this tool, right? It's this three-phase, three-part tool that we give our students um, to make sure that they can make the best, right? They've got the best opportunity or the best chance of being successful, right? And they don't end up wasting time, effort, money, energy, whatever, right? And then we're going to give you those, but again, and we did a whole episode, whole episode on this, this fourth thing, which actually is the crux of it all, right? So we go through this thing with the three keys and the three problems and all that, but again, stick with it. You get to the end, and what I'm going to be doing is bringing it all back to this one single thing that if it's missing – the three problems are going to manifest, right? And they're just going to have a stronger pool than the tool that I'm going to give you. And that's just the way it is, right? So uh, we're, we're going to try to make this, you know, as, as clear as possible. But um, I, I really want you to get this. I mean, that's what that's what I'm here for. That's what we're here for. That's why James, you know, works a full day at work and comes home and does some other stuff and then is here helping me with the podcast, right? Because we really want you to get this stuff. Okay. All right. So again, uh, problems can manifest in, in a whole lot of different ways. Right. And we can just feel derailed in many different ways. Right. Life can, we can feel like life's always throwing shit at us or, you know, we, we have the best of intentions, but the next thing you know, it's a week or three weeks or three months or three years from now or whatever. And, you know, we're kicking ourselves in the ass because here we are got derailed again. You know, how the hell that happened, okay? The reality is that when we're having these problems, the root cause is in one of three areas, okay? And I wish I had my whiteboard. I mean, this whiteboard Wednesday is normally when we do that kind of stuff, right? But I'm just a big fan of, of writing things out. Um, but that wouldn't help the guys that are listening in on Apple Pod or what is it, Apple Podcast or Stitcher or whatever, right? So if you're listening audio only, I, I'm not doing anything to, you know, cheat you out of anything, right? Uh, at the end, uh, within what, uh, 12 to 24 hours, James will have a worksheet up that you can go and grab and uh, that kind of thing. And there'll be a link to it down in the description. Uh, just like there'll be a link uh, for anybody that wants to, you know, schedule a call and and uh, talk about actual training, right? We'd love to help you. Got all these tools to make things faster and easier and all that. Uh, I'm sure, you know, if you went through all my videos and articles and all that kind of stuff, you can figure it out, right? Go on YouTube, jump around to a bunch of people's stuff. You know, you're all smart people, right? What we're here to do is help people do it faster, easier, right? and not miss anything along the way, right? So anyway, all right, so three three places, right? Three areas where we can get derailed, okay? Three problem areas, right? The first one is internal. It's 
coming from me, right? It's about belief systems. It's about perspectives, right? Uh, about me, about the world, about other people, about my value, about my potential, whatever. And again, I'm making this very, very personal, so I don't ruffle anybody's feathers by saying you. But when I say me, right, this is stuff that I had to face. So, you know, got a handle on it, right? So when I say me, just know that I'm making it nice and safe and easy, but I really mean you, okay? Because you're the one that has to do it, right? All right, so it's inner, okay? So it's stuff that we're doing or it's character traits or habit patterns or whatever that we have that is just getting in the way, right? So uh could be procrastination, right? I'll get to it tomorrow, right? I'll start that new routine on, you know, tomorrow, right? I'm thinking about it today, but today's Monday and the week's already booked, so I'll start next Monday. Or, ah, you know what, it's past the middle of the month. Uh, I'll start August 1st, right? For those of you listening in the past or listening to what would be my future, but I'm recording in Europe anyway, right? So <laughs> um, I'm just making a reference point based on where we are, right? But I'll start the first of next month uh, or whatever, right? Why don't you just get off your ass and do something now? Do, do something, right? Bring up a video, uh, whatever, and then pick some part of it and just do that thing, right? Well, it's procrastination, right? And procrastination is really another aspect or another way that what manifests? Laziness, right? Laziness. So uh, there, there's that, right? There's also fears, okay? There's also the um, I'm afraid I won't do it right. I'm afraid I'll get picked on. I'm afraid um, whatever. I'm afraid of failure in some some respect, some aspect, right? Uh, could be fear of engagement, right? And this starts to cross over to uh, to another area, but uh, fear of conflict, right? So my wife or my significant other, right? Uh, they don't understand this ninja stuff or this karate stuff or whatever. So, you know, they're always on me or even worse yet, right? I love this one from actual adults who are supposed to be in mutually beneficial relationships. My wife won't let me. My significant other won't let me. Okay. I, I can't help you with things like that, right? They won't let you. And, and this goes for anybody. If you are over the age of 18 or 21, whatever the hell is legal in your area, right? And other people are stopping you, but they have not handcuffed you, shackled you, duct taped or velcroed you to a freaking wall or locked you in a trunk or whatever, right? Or my 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 friends in in the UK and whatnot, right? In the boot, right? Um, if they haven't done that, then okay, I get it that they're putting up resistance. They're telling you you better not or else whatever, right? But who ultimately has to comply? Who ultimately has to let that stop you? See, we get really used to and really comfortable with blaming others, but ultimately when it's an inner issue, we have to come to the realization that I'm the only one that allows that thing that's going on to get in my way. Okay. So there's that thing, right? Okay. Now, is there some gray area? Sure. Cause the next thing we're going to talk about is external, right? 
there's external factors. So internal factors is everything is about me, right? Procrastination, fear, you name it, right? Whatever, whatever beliefs I have about me, my abilities, my potential, my, uh, my value, my uh, ability to succeed, right? My ability to, st- or my uh, past habit patterns about how well I stick to things, right? My, uh, my belief that I need something outside of myself to motivate me to, right? It's not legal in this country, nor in most countries, for me to do the kind of motivating that would motivate most people who say they need me to do the motivating. Okay? So it's not legal. Okay? Because that would involve sticks, knives, guns, whatever, and, uh, you know, lashing you to trees and or whipping posts or whatever. Right? Okay. So... Internal, right? External is, it is external factors, right? Um, but this is not, well, on one level, I guess it could be, but I already covered. We have to, we, we're the ones that ultimately let it happen, right? External factors are things like, uh, you know, I've got 16 kids and I got no time to breathe, right? Um, I, don't have a job or the job I have doesn't provide me with, I mean, it barely provides enough to not die from week to week because of the lack of clothing, shelter, food, whatever, but it doesn't provide me with any extra money to actually do serious training, right? I don't have the time, uh, whatever, right? I don't have a support group. I don't have a dojo in my area. I don't have what, right? Um, and it could be that, right? Work schedule is just killer, right? Um, again, because of family and, and whatever, right? I mean, I'm being pulled in all kinds of directions. So these are viable external kind of things, right? But ultimately, it's fed back to where, okay? My belief in how much control I have over those things or how much willingness or desire I have to wrangle those things in and control them. Okay. And maybe I can't do it today, right? But what am I doing to handle these things? Okay. And so again, internal, it's all about me. External, right? Job schedule is just a bitch. Uh, you know, I went ahead and sired, you know, 57 kids or, uh, you know, whatever, right? Um, no money, no time, no whatever. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I mentioned that. Did I mention that, James, last uh, episode about? outlining like 19 or 20 freaking videos uh, that answer the question, how can I train even if I don't have or whatever this problem is, right? Um, came up with 20 off the top of my head. How did I do that? Because <laughs> I hear them all the time, right? So anyway, hopefully they'll help at some point as well, right? So internal, external. And the last problem is a lack of belief in the vehicle in the program, right? So a lot of you are here because you're, you know, you're interested in Nijutsu or Bujinkan or whatever, but, you know, pick a martial art. I mean, if, if it's not that, then what is it, right? Uh, Krav Maga, it's uh, uh, tic-tac-toe self-defense system. It's, I don't know, I'm just like throwing stuff out, right? Okay. So you're presented with an opportunity to train and 
you don't believe or your belief in that program and its viability is really, really shaky. Okay. And if that could come from either, I don't know enough about it or what I did before, like I did some research and, and this is a big one in today's world, right? Did a bunch of research into like Nijitsu or I'm just going to center on Nijitsu because that's the podcast, right? So this particular program, this particular line of study or whatever, right? And so what I've been reading, right, books from the Grand Master or these other master teachers or you know, podcasts like this or whatever, right? Man, I'm all in on the ideal, but then I, I went and did some training. And mm, see, now I'm not so sure because it didn't meet the promise. It didn't meet the expectations, whatever, right? We get that a lot, right? As a matter of fact, I mean, the, the program that I have now started, when did I start, James? 2008, something like that, right? Um, give or take. Um, it was right after an accident, and, and I, I took things virtual, right, because I needed to teach. And um, uh, the first group of people, the biggest percentage of that group were literally, they, they had been interested in Nindutsu since the early 80s, right? The early 80s. And so, uh, or they bumped into things from the early 80s and they wanted to do that kind of training. But the videos they kept finding on YouTube or online or the dojos they went to or the seminars they went to or whatever, just, it was, it was way different, right? The biggest complaint a lot of them had was that things were watered down. Like, where's the Nijutsu that they used to train in? Some of the people trained before, that life got in the way, they were trying to get back in and everything. So these people were looking to jump ship, literally, and go do something else. And then this program came up and, you know, the, it was like a breath of fresh air because the stuff they were looking for really was still being taught, just not by the majority, right? Again, not ringing my bell. Just, you know, people need to stop using terminology like the word ninjutsu that leads people to believe that they're going to be doing certain types of training. And then all they end up doing is like one little or one and a half little aspects of that thing. And so now it looks completely different. Or here's, you know, principles and concepts, but now all we're going to be doing is what kind of looks like um, just another martial arts options among martial arts options. But I was looking for this grand thing that has martial arts aspects, but right. But the point is, is that we, we have a problem with belief in the program or the program that we see, or maybe we don't, we don't have a problem with the program directly. Right. Cause we're not looking to go back to the same one, but now I'm exploring another one. But there's a fear that I'm going to be disappointed, right? It, it's going to be another one that doesn't live up to, right? We've all bought programs online or we got involved in whatever, right? We bought things at the store, whatever, and it turned out to be, you know, not what the marketing said it was going to be, right? And then so, you know, we do that a couple of times in life and then there's this sting, right? And so now there's this, you know, we, we want to do this thing, but, oh, there's this, you know, we keep hitting the brakes or we keep pumping the brakes or whatever because, 
You know, is this going to be another disappointment? Right. It's happened in relationships. It's happened in learning programs. It's happened in you know, whatever. Right. Buying a bike, you know, buying a model kit, whatever, whatever. Right. Um, shit's flawed. Right. So now we have a problem um, committing because we're worried that the training's not going to live up to it. Right. So, again, there's there's three places that's, that this comes from. Right. And there, it's, it's fear based in each one. OK. So internal. Right. I know I have these character traits, character traits, or um, I need to buckle down more, whatever. But I'm afraid that I won't rise to the occasion. OK. Two, it's external. Right. It's all this stuff in life that in all honesty, in all reality, I created. Right. Got married, had kids, chose the job I have, or at least haven't chose to move on, right? So uh, instead of spending time looking for things, I waste that time complaining about the situation, right? So, but either way, right? Time, money, whatever. Again, things, I'm going to use the term easily fixed, but based on other programming, again, this is still external, right? Other programming and lessons we got growing up, right? Married forever. Uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? So I picked this thing, given that the belief, whether it was verbalized or it was implied, whatever I pick will be the thing I do until I retire. If you believe in retirement, right? Again, that's another one of those program things, right? Um, I don't know how many of you know that uh, that uh, uh, retirement concept of retirement and the t retirement age was a joke it was a literal joke okay uh, it was actually uh, uh, it was an answer that was given to soldiers Washington George Washington right I'm George Washington right uh, at Valley Forge um, he had brought a, a Prussian general a German general uh, Baron von Stupin I think right over to help train the men for like drill and ceremony, get more discipline, that kind of stuff, right? And one of the soldiers, one or more of the soldiers, asked Baron von Steubing at what age somebody could retire from the army. And he said he just looked at him and laughed and said, 65. Right? Sounds good, right? 65. And here it is, right? How many years, how many centuries later, at least in the States here, right? 65 is retirement age. Except the average lifespan during that time was 48. See, it was a joke. Do you get it? Okay. So if you live to 65, sure, we'll let you retire. What the hell? Right. Okay. But now everybody runs around because we were taught from childhood, right? At 65, you can retire and you never have to work again. Now, how many other things have we been taught and told that's affecting Inner problems, external problems, vehicle problems. Okay, and I don't mean your car, right? I mean the program you're trying to learn from, okay? You know, uh, it's supposed to roll and fold. So if honey ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, okay? So this is not a two-way street. You're supposed to always be unhappy, but honey has to always be happy. Because okay? if you if you don't make sure Honey's happy, you'll be unhappy with half your shit. 
right? Well, I'm a minimalist, so I'm okay with those, but I've got a really good relationship, right? Um, by design, not by somebody was better than nobody at all, and now I feel stuck, okay? This all goes to living intentionally rather than accidentally, right? It's a big part of our life purpose discovery process, which is just synthesis of how many different years of things, right? So, um, James, remind me, we'll have to make sure in the description area, uh, after we get all this stuff processed on and finalized on YouTube, that there'll be links to, like, the life purpose discovery process and uh, for folks to take a look at the platinum program and uh, the big one, uh, which I'll mention at the end. I don't want to give it away, right? But we want to make sure that we refer back uh, to this other episode, right? So, anyway, that's where problems come from, right? They only come from three places, okay? We're either having a problem with internal things and we can't get our own shit together. We're having a problem with external things and we're overwhelmed with things we've made decisions about and we've locked ourselves in. And now those things are making it not impossible, just really difficult to get the training, to practice, whatever, right? Or we don't have faith in the, uh, we have faith in the program itself or the art or whatever, right? It's only one of those three things. Okay, so there's that. Uh, and you know what? Before we go on, and again, I'm live, so those of you listening in on the audio stuff on the podcast sites and whatnot, uh, you know, you can always shoot us an email. You can send an email to what is it, James Warrior C? At, is it still that one, or do we have one at info? Whatever we have, we have a butt ton of email addresses, right? You can just send it to Warrior C at Warrior-Concepts-Online.com, right? And um, you know, just start a conversation, right? We'll try to help you out with things, but um, you you could do it that way. Uh, but for those of you who are on live, because this is this is shot live, all right? Um, any questions or comments about what I've come up with at this point, or what I've presented at this point, or if you think I've missed something, right? What is it? Okay. Category-wise, because I'm betting that anything you come up with fits in either inner, internal, external, or vehicle. Okay. Unless I'm just following along blindly with what other people have taught me. And um, I haven't used the gray matter between my own freaking ears to validate information and to, uh, you know, but I haven't, right? I mean, I, no, I have, right? <laughs> I haven't not used this stuff, right? Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, I and several of my peers at a, at a certain point in our training took a year off of this training and we didn't really. We were still doing this training. But I'm talking about the, the physical martial arts stuff, right? We took a year off, and we went and trained with other people to try to get this stuff to fail. Most people won't do that. Ego will not bring us to that point where we're trying to make the thing that we wholeheartedly believe in fail. Because we need it to be true, even if it isn't. Right. Once we lock on to something. Oh, man. Okay. So people don't really want the truth. Right. What they want is validation. That what they believe is true. It just it just makes it easier to sleep at night. Right. Anyway, um, questions, comments, anything, James? No, nothing. OK. All right. So. So here are these problems. Right. So at the very beginning of my students' training, I give them uh, a tool, okay? 
And the tool actually comes, like I said, from our Mikyo training, right? Our Nimpo Mikyo, right? Uh, in Mikyo, it's called the Sankye Sankyo, okay? Triple Refuge. In our art, in, in our training in the, in the academy, right? Because most people aren't signing up to do Mikyo and, and all this secret uh, knowledge and enlightenment training and all that, right? They're really coming in for self-defense and martial arts and whatnot, right? So we call it the student creed, the three-part student creed. And it actually forms a foundation because it's based on belief, trust, faith, that kind of thing, right? It forms a foundation for a philosophical understanding and a mental set, right? A mindset for growing into this idea of warriorship, right? Um, that'll move along, right? So we start off with a three-part student creed that is the tool for combating wherever, whichever area, right? Internal, external, or vehicle, we might be having a problem, but we want to make sure that students, they've got a tool. They've got, there's this three-part tool to handle any of those, right? And then we can move into an eight-part uh, vows of intention, and then we can move into uh, what we call our warrior code of action. Uh, and then there's little aspects of that, right? There's a instructor's creed, there's a master's creed, all that kind of stuff that comes off of that because it's about mindset, okay? And again, We'll, we'll, we'll take a look at the, the three-part student creed as a tool, right, for, for combating these things. Um, but ultimately, right, there's something at the core, at the center of this three-part student creed that without it, even the creed, right, um, will fall short. Okay? So we're giving you a tool, but there's this other thing that you have to bring to the table. And if you don't bring that um, or to the degree that you need to, Right. It's kind of like, um, you know, giving somebody a toolbox full of tools that they could fix any engine problem thing around the house. Right. Um, but the person doesn't have any hands. And the tools are designed for somebody with hands. OK. Not to say that we can't modify things. Right. We can't make things happen. But. Somebody without hands that doesn't have this thing. Right. Hopefully you're picking up on it now doesn't have this thing, won't even try to modify the tools or do something so that they can do the work that needs to be done, right? Without this thing, they'll always default to excuses, and those excuses will all be centered on the internal, the external, or the vehicle. It all, it just loops back, just loops back, right? So mindset's everything. Okay, so it's three-part student creed, right? And again, the order that it's in, you'll see that it's, I said internal, external uh, vehicle, it, it, the, three, the three pieces for the, from this creed uh, is, it doesn't go down internal, external vehicle. I think it's internal, vehicle, external, right? Um, so, but either way, right? So the first part, right, is belief in self, okay? Belief in self. So the first part of the, the student creed, right, I'll just recite it to you. You can write this stuff down if you quote, write all this stuff down and then quote it to yourself every day, right, just like we would have people do in class or whatever, right? Um, hell, I've gone as far when I have these, these things like this or um, affirmations and whatnot, right? I will record them and then put it on a loop and pop in earbuds and I'll go to sleep at night while this stuff is just going in. Because you know what? Your subconscious mind is always on. So even if your consciousness drops, 
to where you can't hear what's going on in the room or whatever, right? Subconscious is always on, right? So anyway, first part of the student creed. I believe in myself. I am confident I can accomplish my goals, okay? There's three aspects to this, okay? Belief in self really centers on self-esteem. I believe in my potential to accomplish what I set out to accomplish. I believe that I am valuable. I believe that I am worthy of this thing that I'm trying to get, right? If we don't have that, if there is tons of self-doubt, if there is insecurity and a belief that I'm just shit or whatever, right? Okay. Nothing's going to happen. I know this because this was an uphill climb, right? Anybody that's ever listened to episode, I don't know, 68, 69, whatever, it's my origin story. It's the reboot on Kuden, right? Uh, then you know about this, you know, my upbringing and my life and, and all that uh, before 18, before moving off military and making serious changes. Um, you know, I was convinced by this person, right? Stupid, ugly, right? Good for nothing, all kinds of stuff, right? So it wasn't just physical abuse that was going on. There was mental, there was emotional and all that. So, uh, again, to anybody who thinks that I don't understand their situation because my life was different, I'm not one to say I'll trade you. Because I wouldn't. At this point in my life, at this point in my development, I wouldn't trade any of that. Okay? On his deathbed, long before that, years before that, right? Um, I told him how much I loved him because he sacrificed his life to teach me how not to live. But I was a very different person. So at that point, he didn't dare take a swing at me. But we could be honest. And I was at his bedside the night that he took his last breath. It's a dutiful son. It's not how I started out, okay? But there was a lot about me that had to change, okay? And I know a lot of people think that when I talk about and I reference this person and that life and all that kind of stuff, right, that I'm playing the blame game and all these things, and I'm not. I'm not. There are things that as a counterterrorist operative, as a police officer, you know, whatever, right, that I have had to deal with and survive that, in all honesty, had he not been the person he was treating me the way I did and me having to develop skill sets mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and all that, to overcome that, to survive that, into these other things in my adult life, my career, and other things that have occurred to me, had he not done what he did, in all honesty, I don't know that I would have ever survived. I would have survived those things. So my relationship to him and to that situation and all that is very different. I ref it because I need people to know how I got here. Not because I'm making excuses and not because I'm blaming and I, you know, uh, I want you to hear a sob story or whatever. Not a sob story. A tempering story. That was part of the sword getting beaten to be turned into what it got turned into. Okay, that drove me to find mentors, to find lessons, to to be on this path, to not settle for other martial arts or martial arts schools or instructors or whatever just because they were the closest thing or cheapest 
staying to my house. Okay? Very different. It's a very different mindset, right? But I believe in myself, right? I believe that I can do this. I believe that I deserve it, right? All that, okay? I am confident, right? I am confident. I may not be confident in whether or not this isn't going to be a challenge or that, you know, I'm not confident that, oh, yeah, I got this. I'm always suspect if somebody walks in the door and goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Because they're usually the first ones to quit, okay? Because you're just full of shit, okay? What I'm confident in is my ability to keep going and figuring it out no matter what challenge pops up. I am confident in my tenacity that no matter what, I want this so badly right, that I will continue to try to get it. And the only way I won't get it is if I die first. Okay? That's what I'm confident in. Okay? I believe myself. I'm confident I can accomplish my goals. Right? I will not let me or anyone else get in my way to make this happen. I have turned down perfectly good job offers in my career because they were going to conflict with what I needed to be able to get to my teachers at certain points. You know, this person said, don't you absolutely, during these times, right, work, work is mandatory. There is no calling off. If you don't show up, you lose your job. Well, that pocket of time fell during certain seminars that, that I absolutely must be at because they're, they're, all, they're once a year kind of things. And I had already decided that was important. So thank you, but no thank you. I'll go to the next job. And eventually I ended up just creating my own businesses because I didn't want to be at the whim of somebody else. Right? But that's me, right? That's me. Right. I've, I've looked at employers who, who were not going to be offering the right wage. And instead of saying yes in the moment and then bitching and complaining, starting tomorrow, we'll get paid enough shit. Why not? You agreed to it. That had to be enough. Right? The guy looking at somebody else got out of the military, right? military police, counterterrorism uh, training, physical security, all kinds of training, right? Need to pay the bills. Went to a job, went to two of them that were big security companies. And the pay was, was absolutely unacceptable. One of the places I was there for two and a half, three hours filling out uh, application, uh, personality test, all kinds of things, right? Then we got to the nitty gritty. No, that's no, <laughs> no, that's no. That's not that's not acceptable. Not with my background, that's not acceptable. Well, we do have a supervisor's position, and, oh, well, tell me about that. Okay, well, you know, that's more responsibility. Did you see my resume? Right? I'm okay with responsibility. What's involved? Da, 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 da. Right? It's 75 cents more an hour. I stood up and said, thanks, but no thanks. Don't call me. I'll call you. The same thing most hiring managers say to unqualified applicants, right? So I don't bitch about not getting what I think I'm, 
what I deserve. Now, I also don't believe I deserve something unfoundedly, right? Well, I'm going to start in management, even though I've never worked a freaking job in my life and you know, whatever, right? No. Okay. So, uh, but I believe in myself. I believe in my value. I'm confident in myself, right? In my ability to solve problems, keep going no matter what, right? And I can't accomplish my goals. How do I know that? Because I have a track record of accomplishing goals because of the first two things. Okay. I can and I will. Okay. Second part. I believe in what I study. I am disciplined. I'm ready to learn in advance. Okay? So I believe in what I study. That takes care of the vehicle part, right? First part took care of internal. Second part, a little bit internal in here too, but takes care of the vehicle. I believe in what I study. I believe in the program. I believe in the curriculum. I know where I want to be. I know what skills I want to have. I know what, uh, you know, what abilities what, uh, you know, what kind of person I want to be, right? And looking at this program, I believe that this will provide the lessons, the experience, and whatever I need to be that thing. It's, it's the right program, right? So I believe in the program. I believe in the course of study, okay? Good, handled, right? I am disciplined. So now I've got a little bit of throwback to the uh, personal stuff because it's, or the inner stuff because it's a, character trait, right? But I'm disciplined. What that means is I will figure out or learn what I need to know and what I need to do when I need to do it, and I will do it regardless of whether there is a reward for doing it, a punishment for not doing it. I will do it because it needs to get done. I don't have to like it. I don't have to be motivated. It doesn't have to feel good. I know it needs to be done. I know it needs to be avoided. And I'm going to do those things regardless of whether somebody else is watching me, checking in on me, making sure that I'm doing it right. I'm not a freaking six-year-old. Okay? So I am disciplined. Right? I am ready to learn in advance. Okay? Great. That's present tense. Did you hear that? I'm ready to learn in advance. Now, starting now. I'm ready to go. Let's do this. Okay? Not just learn, but progress. Okay? I'm ready now. Let's go. Not, not the first of next month. Not tomorrow. Not whatever. You all know about tomorrow, right? Tomorrow never comes. Okay? When tomorrow comes, it's not tomorrow. It's today. So if you're waiting for tomorrow, you're going to keep waiting because tomorrow never comes. Okay, it's, it's, it's bullshit. Okay, so now we've got the vehicle handled, right? Because I'm going to engage with it. I believe in it. I'm disciplined and I will follow it and I'm ready to do it now. Let's go. Okay, every day that I don't act on this thing, in this case, it's Self-defense, personal development, self-mastery, whatever promises this art is, is providing, right, or is giving, every day that I wait, two things happen. One, my family is less protected. I and my family and whoever I can be protecting is not 
protected to the degree that they could be because I don't have the skills that I might need for a situational pop-up. Okay? One more day that nobody's protected to the degree that they might need to be. The second thing that happens by procrastinating is that's one day longer that I'm not at a level where I can give back and help others get the stuff they need. Because whether you ever want to be a martial arts teacher or you ever want to be a professor or whatever degree, right, just a teacher, right, regardless of whether you ever have that title, once you develop a certain skill set and a mindset and an understanding or whatever, it is impossible to know truth and not walk, talk, speak, act, express truth. It's impossible. Even if I'm doing stealth stuff and I'm using disguise and impersonation to imitate the hobble of somebody who's crippled so that a potential attacker thinks that I'm an easy victim, even if I'm doing that, right, I would have to master certain things about physiology, the way human beings walk or whatever, and how that happens and how an injury affects that to convey that thing. Otherwise, there's something that's going to be off about it. It looks suspect, right? So two things. People that are going to depend on me, including me, right, are not protected yet, right? It's one more day it's going to take. And two, I'm I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to be real, real direct about this. I'm cheating other people on this planet who need what I, I could be offering them, what they need. Imagine if I was still procrastinating this stuff. Yes, I know. There's lots of other podcasts you can follow, but there's a reason you follow mine. There's lots of other people you could be learning from, and here you are. But you wouldn't be if I was still dicking around. My family wouldn't be as safe. Okay. Do you understand the gravity of that? Okay. Procrastination isn't just putting it off to tomorrow. It's also withholding things from other people that they might need from you. That only you could provide. Because if you don't do it. Who else is? You're going to hope that there's going to be somebody on scene, like that mall shooting that just happened in uh, Indiana? Yeah, Indiana. Right? The mall had a law, or the mall had a rule. Right? You can't get weapons in their mall. And yet there was a good Samaritan who stopped a shooter. Okay? The mall is now no longer talking about whether or not they allow it or not, because because the mayor and the chief of police and whatever, right? The guy's a hero and whatever, right? Now imagine if he followed the rules or never got any training or regardless of what everybody around him might think about Second Amendment, guns, training, whatever. Just imagine if he just folded and wasn't who else? Nobody else stopped the guy. Nobody else drew down. Nobody else, nobody else acted. Everybody else panicked and ran. I know a lot of you guys. 
I know that you have this desire to be the guy or be the girl, that if something happens, you're the one that people can depend on. You're the superhero. You're the warrior protector. But there's a huge difference between being that in your head and your heart and being that because that's who you are. You have the skill set. You have the capabilities. You have the drive, the desire, the willingness, and the ability. It's a huge difference. Okay. Anyway, that's number two. Okay, so that handles the vehicle, right? And then the third one is, I believe in my teachers. I show respect to all those who help me progress. Okay, what the hell is this? Well, this is external. Okay. It's a part of the external, right? Because ultimately, numbers one and two are going to handle the external that I covered with, uh, job doesn't pay me enough, really? Well, you don't see your own value? Well, there's not enough jobs in my area. Then fucking move. Oh, sorry, YouTube, right? Freaking move, okay? Go to where it is, right? Stop being a victim of your circumstances because you are creating your circumstances by allowing shit, not doing something. Just like not answering, you know, I'll, I'll ask teenagers, right? Look, why did you do that? Uh, is it this or is it this, okay? Most people think that I'm only giving two options. So if I don't answer which is a big thing, right? They don't answer, okay? I'll just stop and go, you do realize that no answer is an answer, right? Okay. Now I'm back with you guys. You do realize that no action is an action, right? No, the podcast didn't stop suddenly. I want things to have time to sink in. Okay. In our Miko training, we also have this, these, these vows and whatnot, right? Hard is it, difficult is it to discover the uh, enlightenment truths, right? Or, you know, the, the enlightenment teachings, right? I've discovered them. If I don't begin studying them now, when in the future will I have the opportunity to do it again? Right? I've encountered this teacher. I have the opportunity to work with somebody, right? If I don't do it now, when in the future will this opportunity arise again? There's a whole series of these things. What it does, it makes the person confront the reality that, that, look, in the moment, right, life has either created a lull or you created a lull so that you could be here on this lesson, right, watching and listening or whatever, right? You watch a certain video. You got a certain thing, whatever, right? That each one of those things is an opportunity only if we see it that way. But it's an opportunity. Oh, holy shit. Right? Cool. Great. You have a choice. Red pill, blue pill. Click save. Put it on your hard drive. Click to go to the next video. Click to not be watching martial arts videos. And now you're watching cat videos, somebody doing dumb shit videos, whatever, right? Um, and then next thing you know, what happens? Life gets in the way again. I had this opportunity if I don't take it now. Right? In every video, James knows this, in every video, right? I point out how much stuff I have down in the in the description, right? We have free reports, we have worksheets, we have all kinds of things, right? Yes, we have paid programs and those kind of things too, right? But the number of people that actually like go down, click on something to grab it. But you know what? There's still way more of them than people that act on the thing because they'll download it and then well, I'll get to that later. And then they completely freaking forget 
that they download it because they won't make opportunities for themselves. They're still waiting for opportunities. The hell's it going to take? Somebody walk up and punch you in the frickin' face? Hey, hey, opportunities knocking, like those commercials with mayhem. <laughs> you know those insurance commercials? Anyway, well, uh, so I believe in my teachers. I show respect to all who help me progress. Everything becomes a learning experience, but here's the big thing that's missing for most people. Most people feel alone in their endeavor, right? Most people feel alone. They need a support group. They need a mentor. They need a guide. They need somebody to be pointing things out. Even the people that think, you know what, I'll be self-taught. I can figure this stuff out for myself, right? Well, you're still watching videos. You're still watching somebody pointing things out, right? But what about in those moments of doubt? What about in the, you know, okay, I'm doing this, and I'm following the video, but am I doing it right, okay? What am I missing, right? Uh, how are you going to find out? Well, in our program, students can do up a video and send it in and get a review, get feedback, right? Um, at some point, when I have some more help, we'll do it live. We'll do it virtually, right? Students can, you know, they can sign up for a, for a private session or whatever, right? And then we can do it. I can look right through Zoom or whatever and watch them do things and be able to point things out. But, you know, for most students who are in the group program, shoot a video, send it in, uh, make some time, uh, watch things, feedback, send it back. You'll do another one, right? And those are different and aside from rank videos because you pay for ranking and rank reviews, but there are mid-term reviews that you can do, right? So, right, you need those. You need a support group, right? So even my, even my long-distance guys, right, they're a part of our dojo. They come in for seminars, right, interact with people, right? Um, my, my local students, right, um, ask about my long-distance students on a regular basis, right? Hey, you know, Dr. Mike, uh, is he coming to the, the upcoming seminar? Or, you know, uh, Michael from Michigan, is he making it in? Or Daryl or whatever, right? They're always asking about these guys, right? Because once they meet and they train, they become, they're, they're a part of the dojo, right? But my local guys are also in on the weekly coaching calls. So these guys get to chat back and forth. They get to learn from each other, uh, learn from, you know, somebody ask a question. They're all getting that kind of stuff. So somehow we create this situation where you got a support group because you need to not feel alone. You need, a, you need a way to counteract some of those external factors where these people that are close to you Friends, family, whatever. They don't understand this shit, right? They don't understand your obsession. They don't understand your commitment and need to get it. They don't, they don't get it. Most of them don't have that kind of thing. I know you love them, and I'm not knocking any of them, right? But they don't have it, right? What, how many people in your life, in all honesty, including your closest friends, how many of them are as obsessed about anything to the degree that you're obsessed about this, regardless of whether you actively train or practice or not. And I don't mean that they obsess or they're, they're whatever over something that's a frivolous addiction, right? I collect action figures. Great. Okay. That's a cool hobby. Fantastic. Okay. What are you learning from it? How is that making your life better? How is that influencing and affecting other people other than that you're a happier person because, you know, you played with your Luke Skywalker today or whatever, 
right? And again, I'm not knocking any of these things, okay? You need a support group. You also need a support group of people that are engaged and going in the same direction that you are. I have a mentor that always reminds me, and I know you guys have heard this before. Show me your five closest friends, and I'll show you your future. Okay? Show me your five friends, and you're the, you're the average of that group. And if you're not the average, you're the leader of the group, which means you set the tone. Okay? So you need to be in a different group. I'm not saying drop your friends. Saying you need to be, if you, if you are growth oriented, you need to be in a group that holds you accountable when you screw up, that is constantly kicking you in the ass to move forward when you slack off, right? And that's heading in the same direction so that they can inspire you, motivate you, whatever, right? Cause you're in a like-minded group and you need to be trying to outgrow that group. Cause eventually, you know what? They're going to hit a, a level of comfort as well. I've never hang out in a group that in, in, a, in a group where I'm where my growth is involved. I never hang out in a group that hits a coastline that it hits a wave coasting. I go find another group that's way higher than me, right? Try to figure out how to be the low man on the totem pole so I can start climbing up that ladder, okay? Because if I'm the low man in the group, that group internally is going to make me feel, I better buck up my game, right, to fit in and to, to be worthy of them helping, right? right? So we're going to loop back, internal, external vehicle, right? Um, externally, all these people are kicking me in the ass, kicking me in the nuts, whatever, right? But it's not to get me to stop. It's to get me to, <laughs> dude, you want to be a part of the group or not? Okay. Are you actually heading in that direction? Because if not, you're in the wrong place. That kind of external influences. And vehicle, it's a program that's more demanding. I tell my students all the time when we go to Japan, which unfortunately doesn't look like we're going to make it for 2023, because I just got the news that Japan's might even lock down again. So, but we're going to figure out something to do. Okay, I'm thinking Costa Rica or some sandy beach where I can make sure that you're learning how to do freaking uh, Tai Sabaki and Kudai Dori on an uneven surface and do your techniques that way or whatever in water. Uh, man, we haven't done that in a long time, right? Defending in water and, and learning how to, your body has to freaking whatever, right? So anyway, um, but where the hell was I going with that, James? Um uh shit it 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 went the way of the dodo anyway so it'll come back but here there are these three things right and, oh and a vehicle right vehicle um it's it's a more demanding program right i train with certain teachers in japan that man i hear no more often than i hear yes that's what i was going to say about going to japan right I tell my students all the time I told you it would come back um <laughs> I don't spend that kind of freaking money to go to Japan so you can pat me on the head and tell me how great I am. If I'm already that freaking great, I don't need to spend that kind of money to go, right? I already know it. 
right? Unless I'm trying to get rank to stroke ego, I'm trying to dance like a little monkey so that the teachers pay attention to me, right? Or I just I want to go and walk around with my chest puffed out because, like, I'm another one of the, the guys she hung. What? No. No, 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 no. For three to 4000 a pot? No. No. I can do that in my own backyard. Shit, I can dance like a monkey for you guys, right? Um, no. No, 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 no. I go and I train where I train and I train with who or I, I train with who I train with. Right. So I can have the carpet pulled out from under me. You need to work on this. You need to work on this. You need to do this. That kind of stuff. Right. I just realized something's unplugged here. and I should probably plug it in so that I don't go the way of the dodo in the middle of the program. OK. All right. So um, but you get the point. Right. We need these things. OK. So I believe in myself. I'm confident. I'm ready to, uh, I can accomplish my goals. I believe in what I study. I'm disciplined. I'm ready to learn in advance. I believe in my teachers. I show respect to all who help me progress. At a certain point, you better be thankful to everybody, right? Because there's three types of people in your life, okay? Those who can help you. Those who don't have a clue and will accidentally, on purpose, whatever, just be in your freaking way, right? And those who will actively try to stop you. We don't avoid them. I only want to hang out with the people that are like helping me and stuff. Really? How are you developing the skill sets to navigate, navigate around the ignorant who have no idea that they're in the way, right? And how do you develop the skill sets to deal with the people that will actively try to manipulate you or uh, physically stop you or whatever, right? If you really love me, you wouldn't be like taking all your time and doing that stuff. You'd be around so that like, you know, um, you know, I, I wouldn't be lonely and that, you know, I, uh, you know, I wouldn't have to do this stuff that you could do. For, uh, you'd be doing for me. Hmm. At what point was our relationship based on me being your slave and not having any sense of individuality myself? Right? Or being able to properly express the value of this stuff and what I will be able to do for you for that person because I got it. I understand. And you don't have to understand it. You will never understand. I'm giving you a script here. You will never understand this to the degree that I do. And I'm not asking you to. What I'm asking you to do is trust me that what I'm doing is making me a better version of myself, which by default which will make me able to help you and be here for you and do things for you to a much greater degree than I've ever been able to do before. I'm not asking you to understand. I'm asking you to trust me. Okay? But if I'm afraid, oh, she shrieks when she's angry. Holy shit. Really? And you're okay with that? Well, I'm not okay with it, but if I say something back, she'll scream louder. Well, maybe she should scream somewhere else with half her shit. Well, I can't say that. Ooh. Well, then I can't help you. Stop asking teachers to help you with shit that they can't help you with. Or that they can, but you're not willing to, to, um, to act on. Well, if I say that, that makes me an arrogant ass. How are you any more an arrogant ass than the person who's screaming at you and yelling at you like you're a dog if you don't comply? 
and you don't follow the script. How does that make you any more arrogant? By putting your foot down and saying, I'm not a dog. Don't yell at me. I don't yell at you. Don't yell at me. And if you can't not, then don't talk to me. We allow others to treat us the way they do, either because we tell them they can. We don't stop them from doing it when they do it. Right? Or we capitulate and comply when they do it so that they get what they want. Right? Bullying is bullying. I don't care if you have if it's a stranger doing it, if it's a friend doing it, if it's a loved one doing it, bullying is bullying. If they can use force or the threat of force or damage to get what they want, regardless of what you get, bullying is bullying. And unless we have a sense of value for ourselves that says certain actions, words, activities around me are not okay, regardless of who's doing it. I just called somebody on this the other day, right? I'm talking about lying or whatever and I'm like no 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 we can't be friends if you have what I call a fluid or liquid sense of ethics and what that means is they change with the scenario or whether or not you think you're going to get caught no I don't associate with people who have fluid ethics doesn't work. It might work for you in another group, but people with fluid ethics are also hypocrites, right? The rules are the rules for the moment because it serves them. But if someone lies to them or breaks the rules and that negatively affects them, well, then that's a problem. It's okay for you to manipulate, but not for other people. What the hell kind of shit is that, right? That's how three, four-year-olds act. But either way, right, we have to have a sense of value, right? And I may not be confident in my ability to do an onikudaki or whatever. I'm just pulling things out of my my head at the moment, right? But what I, the things I am confident about is that I don't quit. I will solve whatever problem pops up. I will figure it out. I will go over, under, around, or whatever through any challenge or obstacle. I will remove obstacles from my life. And not only can I accomplish my goals, but I will accomplish my goals or I will die trying. I believe in what I study. I am absolutely certain of this program. Not just the program I put together and how I teach Nijitsu, but Nijitsu itself in its full scope. I absolutely believe in this, right? Because I've tried to make it break. I've tried to make it fail. I am disciplined. It doesn't matter if I like what needs to be done or not. My team will tell you. They get emails from me at 2.30, 4 a.m., whatever. Do I expect for them to be awake to answer that? No, of course not. But if they look at the time stamp when it comes out, and they also know how pissed off I am because I crash and I didn't get things done during the day because I was exhausted. I understand that my body needed the rest. I get it. But I don't need anybody else to tell me, well, see, that's just your body's day. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I don't need you patronizing me. I don't need you making excuses for me and telling me that it's okay. It's okay. You just needed the rest. 
Well, no shit. Doesn't mean I should be pissed off because my body couldn't keep up with the desires that needed to happen. I get it. I get biology. I get it. I also get the inner flame that hasn't solved the problem yet, that hasn't finished accomplishing things, which is the thing that needs to happen. I said I would mention this at the end. If you stuck it out, so if you're still here, okay, I'm here to tell you that the tool that three parts didn't create won't work for very long if we don't have a burning desire or that that why, right? We did a whole episode, Kudan episode, that will make sure it gets tied to this after we get all the processing done on YouTube, right? That if you missed it, you can go back and listen to that, right? This why. What is your why? Why, not why are you training? Why need you to? Whatever, okay? Why... Why do you need to do this that if you don't get it, things will be unacceptable? What are you afraid of happening if you don't get this? Who will you not be able to protect or serve or whatever? What is it? What is the thing that will keep you going no matter what? The tools ultimately serve the why. What is it? Without it, you'll keep procrastinating. Without it, you'll keep telling bullshit stories to yourself and everybody else. Without it, you'll let other people get in your way. You will not get a better job based on schedule or pay or whatever, right? Without these things, without that why, you have no need to use the tools, my burning why got me over my own low self-esteem, lack of confidence, feeling like I was shit and not worthy. I mean, I had these dreams and I wanted to do these things, but I was, it felt like an anchor that I was dragging along. You know, the Jacob Marley Christmas Carol story kind of thing shows up with all the fucking chains and shit hanging off of them and all that. Okay. God. Okay. Did it feel great when my teachers were, uh, literally or figuratively kicking me in the ass, reminding me, it's on you, dude. Right? You can get away from the obstacles or the people or whatever that are causing the problem. You can negotiate with them and change the situations or you can change your own mindset to accept it and figure out how to work with that to still accomplish things. Okay, Those are your three options. Otherwise, stop bitching. Bitching just reminds you and the universe that you're a victim. Unless you're willing to walk around with a name tag that says I'm a victim, shit on me at every turn. Don't act like it. And don't expect to get better things if you're not willing to do the things that need to be done. Okay? And again, we're back just to quickly summarize things. There's only three, three things that will get in the way that will stop you from doing any given thing. I don't care if it's training and doing this stuff, accomplishing your black belt or your next level black belt, buying something that you really want to buy, whatever, right? There are three things that get in the way. Internal beliefs, right? Whatever. 
external, okay, money, time, blah, 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 or you don't believe in that thing. You doubt whether it's actually going to work for you. That's it, okay? And if you're really serious about helping, we'll give all of our students this tool. Three easy parts. We recite them all the time. We recite them in our sleep. And then when you've actually changed, that it's not, you don't need a crux. You don't need a crutch that requires belief, faith, untested waters, right? This stuff starts working for you and you're like, oh yeah, dude, I'm going to make this happen, right? Now you have intent. Fantastic. Guess what we have for you? Another tool. It's an eight-part vows of intention that covers the areas that you need to be focused on. And then you're going to hit a point where this is no longer something you do. This is so much a part of who you are that you can't not. Okay? So here's, what, five? We have, we have a longer one, right? But the five that we give people, right? These are statements of fact. I train, to protect, I train to protect life and health. I will avoid the violent treatment of others whenever possible. A whole bunch of them. See, there's no I believe in. There's no I intend to develop myself in a positive manner and will avoid anything that would... Uh, 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 what's the next word? Because I'm so caught up in the, in the other one, right? Um, that will reduce my mental growth and my physical health. Right. See, I believe in, I intend to, I train to, I will avoid, period. It's a transition. It's a mindset. And when that happens, oh, shit. And I'm still working on this stuff. There's still internal, external, whatever things. Every once in a while, reach up and bite me in the ass. But when they do, now I pay attention to that. Time to battle the dragon. Okay. All right. So, James. James has, got, has the coolest background now. I bought this thing to do a green screen and have a nice Kuden background and all that kind of stuff. Like he does, not because I'm envious, but because I need to stop looking at my freaking baseball ball. Um, and the thing I bought doesn't fit the screen. So, anyway, but he has a cool background. Check that out. Um, so anyway, James, any questions or comments or anything from anybody come up? Uh, Lee Davis said his guess of the fourth thing was grit. Yeah, um, I guess, but it's, it's the why, right? Like the thing that always stopped me was if I don't get these skills, what will happen? Who will I have to look in the eye that I couldn't protect? Who, you know, who else isn't benefiting from this stuff? Whatever, right? Okay. If I don't do this, right? What if I do it, right? What will I be able to do? Who will I be able to help? How much better will my life be? Da, 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 right? But the big why was because, shit, have you seen the world? Have you seen life? Have you seen the way most people live? I get it. They're happy-ish. They're comfortable-ish. There's constant 
reminders of the things they gave up. They just don't talk about it, distract themselves from it, don't think about it, whatever. But they're the, still those knowing things. They've just steered their eyes away from the big boat they always wanted or the nicer house they've always wanted or the kids that listen or whatever. They just steer themselves away from it. You know, the room full of or the, the woods full of eager students, right? They're not having to do the grind every day. Whatever. Not feeling like you're working. That's why I do all these long hours. Is it comfortable? Is it easy? No. Right? Is it worth it? Absolutely. Okay. So, oh, I was going to answer a question for Lee, and I got sidetracked there with the taking notes, because this goes along with the learning and all that kind of stuff, right? I'm ready to learn in advance. And Lee had asked something about uh, better note taking. Okay, so uh, I've alluded to this in, in other ones, right? When I when I uh, give my students uh, lessons and things, or we do like our, our weekly coaching calls and whatnot, right? So one of the things, and I think I mentioned this in a past one, was uh, to listen to the lesson three times, right? Which is why we record them, right? So one, just listen to the lesson. Certain things will pop up. You'll hear certain things, whatever. You can take cursory notes or whatever, but I just tell people just just listen to the whole thing. Don't try to filter or whatever. Certain things will pop up. You'll remember, right? Second time you listen, right, what you're going to do is you're going to listen for those things that you know you need to work on now, right, or they point to things that you're working on, right? So they're top of mind, right? So you start to jot those things out, right, and these things or things that you don't – man, that – never – wow. I never heard that before. I never heard it explained that way before, right? So things are really just punch you in the face, right? You write that stuff out. And then you go through it a third time, but now you're tuned – to these three or five or two or whatever things that you that you had from listen number two, and now what you're listening for is anything that's related to that to those things. Start jotting out notes, okay? So that's that's like for progress and to really hone in and all that kind of stuff, right? But what I did for more effective note taking for me, and you know if this this works for you, great. If not, you know whatever, okay? So. Here's, here's what we could do, right? Let's just pick Taijutsu, right? We could just have a notebook, and every time we learn something, we just write it out. But what ends up happening? It gets lost because it's in a sea of other stuff that we wrote out, right? So what I did was, you know, you know the spiral-bound notebooks that kids, uh, you know, kids use for school, and I don't care if it's you – know, everybody's kid to me now. I'm almost 60, right? So um, – uh, they have ones that are one subject, three subject, whatever, right? What I did was I got, I think there were five subject notebooks, right? Well, because I was trying to break the taijutsu and the, the, the ninjutsu, the ninjutsu, right, down into things, like a five subject notebook wasn't enough. So I got two, okay? I got two. They eventually had to branch out, but, and I wasn't breaking things into togakure, Koto, whatever, because in the beginning of my training, I didn't care what lineage it came from. What I cared about was the strategies and tactics. So what I did was I used the basic framework for Taijutsu and other broad categories. Okay, so uh, and I, I, I haven't used these in quite a while, but I know exactly where to find things because I started off with two notebooks, two notebooks. Okay, so the first one, right? 
uh, broke Taijutsu, and th- this is in our um, uh, Nishino Hachimon, yeah, James? Nishino Hachimon, uh, where like the third lesson because of the gates, right? Second gate, so we had an introductory module. We had the first one, which is Kiajutsu. Second one, and you could break it down this way too. You could use the Nishino Hachimon. Just use a framework, right? It helps to put notes in a place where at least you're in the ballpark when you go looking and you're not sifting through Kiai to get to Taijutsu or whatever, right? But what I want to do is really break things down even more, okay? So Notebook 1, off the top of my head, right, um, has a tab for Taihenjutsu, body movement skills, right? So in there is where I'm going to find walking, leaping, rolling, Climbing, crawling, whatever, right? Then there was one for Dakin Taijutsu. So based on my understanding then, that's where all my strike, defense, and striking things went, whether it was a kata or a variation or whatever, right? So attacker throws a punch. I'm avoiding an Ichimonji, doing a counter strike, coming in XYZ, whatever, right? So Dakin Taijutsu. If it had to do with striking, that's where it was, okay? And then I had one labeled Jutaijutsu, okay? Now, what I know about Dakin Taijutsu and Jutaijutsu now is going to convolute things, but what I needed was a structure then. And then Jutaijutsu was anything that had to do with grabbing or what, what most people would call grappling, right? So throws, locks, holds, reversals, escaping techniques, right? They're grabbing me, that kind of stuff, right? So here's this whole thing. So see how I'm narrowing it down. So notes go into here, right? Um, I don't remember what tab five was. Let's just say it was Bojutsu, whatever, right? Uh, actually, it might have been uh, Meso and Mikyo, right? So Meso is meditation, right? And Mikyo. So that's where philo- philosophical kind of stuff went and, and those kind of things, right? Meditation techniques, whatever. that was. And then second notebook was divided based on the five weapon categories that we give you, right? So there was a Bojutsu tab. There's a Kenjutsu tab. There's a Kusari tab. There's a, I don't know if I call it projectile weapons or Ningu or whatever, which is where Shuriken and all that kind of stuff is. And then there was one for uh, basically like combination weapons or whatever, right? Um, and actually, I don't think so. I think I, I don't think I left a place for combination weapons at that point. I think in the original notebook, um, uh, Wilderness Survival, there was a tab for, for survival skills and techniques. Okay. So what I did was, and you know, whatever framework you want to use, you could, you could use the Togakure's uh, 18 skill levels. And now you need what? You need four notebooks, four or five subject notebooks or whatever. I don't, whatever. Right. But what I did was I, I niched it down, niched it down, whatever. Right. I'm going to say niche. Right. <laughs> I, I, I boiled it down. So then what I was able to do was kind of split things out. Right. Um, same thing, you know, with the with the eventually my my Mikyo notebooks. Right. There was a place for sutra notes on sutras. There was a place for meditation, uh, types of meditation practice. Right. Just like kata. Right. That kind of stuff. There was ones for uh, for philosophy and, and mindset, there, that kind of stuff. Right. So I recommend breaking it down so that you have things in categories. Right. So it just makes it easier to put things like I would do um, like when I go to Japan, I just fill out notebooks. Right. I fill up notebooks. 
And then, like, I don't do it anymore because I classify things based on a trip and I just kind of remember where things were. But back in the day, I would have gone to a seminar or whatever, just taken a boat, butt ton of notes. Then either that night when I went back to the hotel room or later when I got home, I'd go back down through, remind myself, do some physical movements and all that, and then transcribe. This one goes over here. This one goes over here. This, you get the idea, right? And you don't have to transcribe it. You can just tear it out, cut it out, paste it and play. I don't care, right? But it helps, it, it helps with finding things. And then when you want to work on stuff, then you've got this, you know where things are. Just kind of, you know, cleaning up, organizing things a little bit better. Anyway, that's what I have. You know, use it if you want or use it as an impetus to create your own uh, kind of cataloging or classification system. Right. I used to categorize things based on the elements as well. Right. This is an earth defense against. This is an earth way to handle this type of. Uh, you know, insult, conversation, whatever. This is a waterway, whatever. I know a lot of people don't like that kind of thing. I don't care, right? It's a classification system, okay? Based on like principles and concepts, based on like energy or, uh, you know, uh, emotional modes or strategies, whatever, right? Um, it's a way to kind of make sense out of the, the nebulous kind of things, right? Because it puts you in the ballpark. So anyway, that's what I have. So um, James, did, did you, I, I can't say things on my end because I don't want to compromise the the recording. But um, was that helpful? Did you, was there a response to that? Lee, you can either let us know now or you can let us know some other time. That's fine. It just um, popped up. Temporary okay. notebooks on trips and home notebooks for structure. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And again, it was just something that helped me because, um, <laughs> well, at this point, I don't know if I'm a left brain person or a right brain person. I do know when I started, I was really good at the Western academic system, which is what allowed me to get straight A's. But I also know that I'm very high on the scale when it comes to abstract learning. Okay. So when I saw a book once that said um, how to be a right brain person in a left brain world, I'm like, holy shit, sign me up. Right. Because, you know, for most people, things are on or off or whatever. And for me, holy shit, there's shades of gray and it's like a spider web and I can see connections in multiple ways, which often is what locks me up. Or I had to learn better communication techniques um, to structure how I how I present things. Because, man, if you just have a conversation with me, James knows, right, I'll just freaking, if I don't rein myself in, I make connections and stuff. And, like, I have students, I have a university professor that the other day I was describing things and making connections so that it could tie things in for a bunch of people that were in the room. And it took until the end of that for her to go, oh, oh, I get it. Okay. All right. Because I had to make one more connection for her because of learning types, right? But I see connections all over the place all over the place right i mean it's just right so um i've learned to, to structure things for ease of use to help the right brain abstract uh person uh have some anchor points for me and also to help my students learn better because 
uh, we once did a learning type kind of thing. It ends up you answer a bunch of these questions and you plot out where people are on, on this four quadrant graph kind of thing. And most of my students, typical learners, right, all in this upper left-hand quadrant, right? Man, it was, it was like a shotgun kind of thing, not like a scatter pattern, but they were like really, really close together, right? And I was a lone dot in an opposite quadrant. <laughs> so um, I had to, I mean, when it came to being an instructor, I had to know how I operate and how I learn and all that. But when I'm teaching, it's not about me. So I needed to come up with ways and structure, lesson plans and all that to help the average student. Now, if I get an abstract person coming to me, I'm like, oh, shit, great. But be careful because you and I can converse. But if we just talk the way both you and I think and process things and all that, you're not going to get anywhere very fast because there's no structure. There's no ladders. There's no measuring devices. There's no, which can be really, 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 really freaking difficult. Okay. So anyway. All right, James, anybody else? Uh, Greg Beerley had a comment. Uh, immensely powerful ideas. I've structured my life off of this simple creed in Dyshan Miller's teachings and was able to achieve every dream I'd imagined over the last five years, things I'd never imagined. So the creed kept popping up everywhere in my life. Before this intense process began of taking risks followed by following the creed, there was no chance of these dreams coming true because I was simply unable to process life in a way by which I could succeed. Holy shit, Greg. Can we use that? <laughs> Can we use that as a case study or a testimonial on the website? That's that's freaking awesome. I love when I love when this kind of thing happens and, and people tell me this. Um, the the uh, original helper on uh, my co-host on uh, Kuden up to episode, what, 67, whatever it was, right? Uh, uh, Shoshi White. Um, you know, he, he um, told me how much this stuff was working for him and, and whatnot. Um, on a mountain, on Togakushi Mountain in Japan, heading for the top shrine, right, that he had, he had used this stuff and uh, the way I present it and whatnot uh, nine months before during a Goma goal setting thing at the end of one of our seminars and when he set the goal had no idea how it was going to happen he just decided he was going to work the process and you know not let doubt creep in all that kind of stuff and like just everything just like happened right so like magic but it's not magic okay there's a there's a quote that i remember and i saw this in a in a computer magazine way back in the 80s um, but I think it comes from like some old quote about uh, not in philosophy but in life mastery and those kind of things right I just can't remember who said it I just I, I first encountered it in, a, in an, uh, an issue of compute magazine which makes me a geek doesn't it but I was so I so believed in the whole computers and you know all that kind of stuff right and um, I was reading this article about this one computer that came out and like people could like the interviewer could not believe that it had these abilities. Right. I mean, it's, man, it's, it's doing stuff. and it almost looks like uh, magic. Right. And the person from 
uh, it was the Tandy Corporation. Um, I don't even know if they exist anymore, but uh, it was about their, this one computer. And what they said was, you know, that anything that is significantly advanced can't be distinguished from magic. I mean, you know, take a big lighter back to the Wild West or back to Victorian England or whatever. If they don't burn you on the stake, burn you the stake for witchcraft or whatever, right? But it's going to look like magic because they don't get it, right? It's, it doesn't compute because it's not a part of their their everyday world, right? So, um, but it's it's the same. So, uh, I'm I'm so jazzed about this stuff because it just keeps working, and when it doesn't work, it's because I stopped working the process. So, there's that, right? But you got to come to grips with. The problems that are keeping you or the things that are keeping you from succeeding, from pulling the trigger, from taking that next step, whatever, right? They're, they're ultimately are going to come from one or more of those three areas. They're internal issues, external uh, problems or roadblocks that we allow to keep happening, um, or doubt or disbelief or whatever in, in the vehicle, in the program, or the thing that you're trying to do by learn from whatever. Okay. Um, and then, you know, if you're all in and you're really committed, if you have a serious why, right? If you, if you, you know, don't want to just everything continuing on, or you don't want, you know, step by step growth that's just going to take longer, right? If you want exponential growth, right? And your why is, you know, God, I want that. I gotta have that, right? Then there's this tool, and it's 2,500 years old. It's been working. The Sankye Sankyo has been working. The triple secrets, the, the the triple refuge: belief in self, belief in the teachings, belief in the teacher, right? Or the the group of you know fellow aspirants or whatever, right? Has been working for over 2,500 years. Why are we trying to recreate the wheel? Why the hell would you do that? Like, you know better than millions of freaking practitioners over two and a half centuries? The hell? And if you do, why the hell are you on this thing listening to me? I don't know. I don't know. Okay? Unless you just, you know, ego's easy for distraction, right? Ego can often think that it's it's doing the work because it's, you know, showing up Monday night at 8 o'clock. That's a big part of it, right? Because showing up is a big part, right? But if that's, the, if that's it, right? The work to be done, even if you're just going to do mental work, right? How deeply and for how long and how often? Are you contemplating these things or does it just happen during this and maybe for a couple of minutes or off and on for a couple of seconds here or there, right, every once in a while? Or are you doing the work? Are you seriously thinking about it and, and pondering and planning and, and nothing happens until we do something. Nothing changes. You get no closer to the why. And eventually, if you keep pissing around with it, ego, your subconscious, 
It's going to think you're just as full of shit as everybody else does. Because you talk a lot, but you don't go anywhere. Maybe your why is, I don't want people to think I'm full of shit. I've said it. Now I better go and do it. Or they'll think I'm a shithead like everybody else. Hmm. Anyway. All right. So once we get all this stuff processed, there will be links and stuff in the description. James, do you do, I know you do worksheets for the Whiteboard Wednesday. Do you do like a sheet or whatever for Kuden or actually we have, we, we don't even need a worksheet. Just, we'll just do a link to the uh, three-part student creed and we'll, we'll just call it for that. Right. We'll just, we don't need to summarize all this stuff. We'll just put the three, three parts student creed. We will make it so easy for you that you don't even need to transcribe what you wrote as I recited it. You just print it out, make multiple copies, make it the frickin' the, the, um, uh, what do you call them? The wallpaper on your computer or your phone. So every time it pops open, right, or pops up before you enter your code or whatever, right, it's right there staring you in the face. You can put it on your freaking bathroom mirror. You can whatever, right? Put it freaking everywhere, right? And, you know, for those who are really serious, start reciting it once a day, minimum, okay? I would suggest at least twice. Once when you get up and once before you go to bed, okay? You really want to jazz things up, do it three to five times. But, hey, who's got time for that shit, okay? <laughs> who has time for success? What the fuck? Anyway, all right, so um, any other questions or comments? No, sir. Oh, shit. All right. Well, in that case, thanks for joining us. Don't forget to check the description and stuff within, what, James, 12 to 24 hours, give or take. We'll have the yes. stuff in there, right? Um, and just as a note, too, we're going to start changing some of the thumbnails on Facebook, um, or not Facebook, on YouTube for the Whiteboard Wednesdays because we just had this, I had an epiphany, that, um, you know, we put these things out and we're promoting it. And it all looks different. I mean, I want it to look the same so you know that it's Whiteboard Wednesday. And then here's the lesson. But when you're looking at the, the thumbnails on your phone or even on a laptop, they're much, much smaller. And it's harder to see whether there's any kind of difference. So we're, I'm going to do some things with, with those kind of things so that it'll be easier to find certain lessons and it'll jump out at you and stuff like that. So anyway. Uh, we're always changing things to try to make it easier for students to learn and get get access to things. Okay, I'm gonna make one last offer. Okay, if you want to talk about where you are, where you want to be, and you want some extra help with that, right? Regardless of whether you sign up for the program or not, right? Um, we will also make sure there's a link in the description to uh, the calendar. You can schedule a time that you and I can chat and at least take the next step, right? Even if you're not ready to do the next thing. Of course, the choice is yours, right? But why wouldn't you want to just schedule something, get some of the next pieces, find out maybe what the programs uh, involves, entails, and all that kind of stuff, so that when you are ready to take that next step, you have all the information. You can just pull the trigger and go, okay? But I don't know. I don't know your your situation. I don't know if your inner limitations are so strong that, you know, talking to me outside of typing a couple of words is going to be problematic. I don't know if there's so many external drives that you're letting get in the way that, you know, I'm going to ruffle their feathers and you're going to suffer because of it. 
or I don't even know if, you know, you've had so many bad, bad experiences or there's so much doubt about, uh, you know, whether or not this is going to work for you or not. That, But how will you know unless we actually chat and I can tell you what's involved? Okay. So if you want to do that, we'll make sure there's a link to uh, book a book a call. Okay. And then we can go from there. Right. Uh, at least providing you with information and some next steps that, you know, you can you can get moving, right, with your own training, even if you're just going to do it self-taught, whatever, right? Tell me where you are. Tell me where you want to be. We can look at the gap, and I can give you some next steps. Why? Here's a big question. Why the hell would you not take a free coaching session with a teacher who's going to help you at least take the next step? I don't know. Internal, external, vehicle. I, I don't know. Okay? But anyway, James? Do you have anything to throw on top of this fire before we wrap it up? No, sir. I'm that damn good, huh? Anyway, all right, I'm still, I'm, I'm digging that freaking background that you have. Right? Makes you look like you have this, like, I don't know, Fortress of Solitude um, kind of office. But you got some greenery going on and all that. It's all awesome. But your your electrical impulses are really, like, starting to fire up. So that's pretty cool, too. <laughs> anyway, all right, that's it. Thank you for your help. I really appreciate it. As always, everybody else, we'll talk to you again next week. Next week? Uh, no, not next week. There will not be – wait, what's next week? Uh, next week, i got to look at my schedule here because 26th to the 29th, I'm going to be out of town, so my coaching students aren't going to be getting a coaching call that week. Uh, so next week, 25th, let me double-check my schedule to know if we've got a CUDEN going on uh, or if I'm going to be, like, in the friendly skies. Uh, flying. I, we'll, we'll make sure that you know. Okay. Hopefully we don't have to take off a week because I don't like doing that. Uh, and if not, uh, if we can't do it, then we'll make sure that you guys have something coming to you, um, you know, as a, as a makeup. Okay. Cause I don't want to leave you stranded. Okay. Let's keep the habit going. Let's keep the, let's keep the momentum going. Right. So those of you who um, are really serious about doing things, right. Keep that momentum going. Okay. So remember, I'm here for you. James is here for you. He's running all the stuff over on the uh, on the long distance uh, training stuff for me at the moment. Uh, not for at the moment. That's long term, right? Um, so I can teach, and he can make sure that uh, all that stuff is running, and students are getting what they need, and all that. So if we can help you out. We're here for that. Okay. Uh, if you're not sure, uh, whatever, and you have other questions, you can write to either him or me uh, through the main website. Warrior C at warrior-concepts-online.com. Just make sure in the, in the, um, uh, the hell is that? Subject line, subject block or whatever, right? Uh, you know, let us know you have a question, okay? So, kuden question, training question, something. So, when we're scrolling down through all the damn spam and new roto ninja shit that gets sent to us or whatever, right? We don't miss yours, okay? That's it. I'll talk to you again next time. Greg, let me know if we can use your thing. That, that was, dude, uh, anytime. It always sounds better when a, when a student is, is, is explaining how uh, things have benefited them rather than us saying, hey, you know, you want to try it. It's great. Works for lots of people, right? I'd rather put things up uh, from people that actually uh, have actually used things. All right? That's it. Guys, I'll talk to you next time. Be safe. And uh, we'll see you next time on QDEN. Get more of Kuden Radio, subscribe to your favorite podcasting site, or subscribe at ModernNinjaWarrior.com.